Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your podcast at. So, um, just me today. This honestly is probably going to be a very, very short episode. And there's one of two reasons for that. One, Jared apparently just doesn't want to come record anymore. Who knew? Who knew? No, I'm joking. Uh, Jared just, I guess he was busy today, so so is Courtney, so I'm rocking it solo. It might as well, this podcast might as well be called NYMP with Aaron and guests with the, with the way they miss coming to record, but that's here, that's, you know, that's here nor there. And the second reason is because I... I had a feeling, I'm also not recording this in the office today, I'm actually recording this at home on a completely new setup, so if I sound a little different, hopefully I sound clearer, Um, but you know, if you like the way this sounds, let me know, I'll buy more of these mics, if you don't, we'll go back to the old ones, we'll see, but um, sorry, I'm getting over being sick, Um, so like I said, I'm at home recording this one, uh, just me. Most likely going to be a very short episode, and like I said, that's one of for one of two reasons, or for two reasons actually. One, I just said that it's just me, and all the every single time I do an episode by myself, it's short because it's hard to record a podcast, an hour long podcast, by yourself sitting here talking to no one. Second, so this episode will be episode two hundred and ninety nine, two ninety nine. Of NYMP. That means the episode on Friday will be episode 300, obviously. And I want to do something really cool for 300. Um, I'm not going to say anything. I have a couple ideas. Um, Well, a couple of ideas. Sorry, that was me on my MacBook getting rid of some trash on my computer. Anyway, I I have a couple ideas for 300. And uh, we'll see if uh, which one of them come to fruition, obviously. But uh, 300 is a it's a pretty big milestone, I'd say. 300 episodes is a lot, even though even still that we you know we do upload two episodes a week, and a lot of podcasts don't. They do one episode a week. Um, but 300, you know, even with two episodes a week, that's 300 episodes. That's you know, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. So, um, I want to, let me look at my calendar real quick. Like, I want to do like a nice, like, I don't know how to describe it really. When's the, on the 30th. Okay, cool. So I can do it then. Okay, cool. So when I started to record this episode, I had a couple of thoughts that I wanted to say because, you know, episode 300 will be 300 and... Obviously, that's a big, I have a lot of, you know, I have something pretty cool planned for it. Like I said, hopefully it goes through. If it doesn't, then, you know, that sucks. Um, And three, I don't know. I, I want to have a conversation of appreciate of appreciation with Jared and, you know, Courtney and other people that have been on the podcast this year. I think that would be really cool. And we might do a bigger episode for, well, obviously 300 is going to be a big episode, 
But I would really like to do a big episode with a bunch of people on the last episode of the year, which will be which will come out on the 30th. And I'll save all my appreciation and gratitude speeches for that. But, uh, you know, just a small one. Thank you to everyone who listens to this. I appreciate it a lot. If no one listened to it, obviously I wouldn't do it. So thank you. But in other news, off of that little weird rant I just had, um, music. SZA dropped her album this past weekend. If you haven't listened to it, it's fantastic. My personal favorite off of the album so far, I've given it one solid listen through. But my personal favorite right now off the album is um, uh, it's Snooze. It's a really good song. Gone Girl is really good. And Smoking on My X-Pack is fire. Those three are my top three right now. Um, yeah, I've only listened to it. Like I said, I've only listened to it one one whole go through. So I'll, you know, obviously I got to do some more listening to it. I've been thinking about, so I'm a really big music person. I'm a big music person and a big movie person. The only problem is to become a movie reviewer, especially like in the YouTube space, you got to, that's a lot of, like you can't really do that. You got to wait until the movie comes out on, you know, streaming platforms so people have the chance to see it before you give your reaction and review on it, obviously because of spoiler reasons. Music, though, is a little different. I've been really contemplating the idea of starting a music review type thing. I think I would be very, very, very good at it. And I'm not saying like I'm a music nerd or anything like that. But I do pride myself on my music taste and, you know, how I explain music and how I break down music in my head. I tend to be very unbiased when it comes to music. Um, There's a couple artists, obviously, that I'm super biased towards, like Frank Ocean. That boy ain't dropped in six years and I need him to drop a song. That was my phone going off. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but like I said, SZA's new album, fantastic. Give it a listen if you haven't. But on to movies, though. I recently watched this movie called Bullet Train. That movie is hilarious and very strange because I don't know what it technically falls under. Like, what type of movie category it falls under. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Brad Pitt, um, He's obviously the big actor in it, and there's a bunch of other actors in it, too. Don't know their names off the top of my head, obviously, because they're co-starred with Brad Pitt. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's about, it's almost like a whodunit type movie, like a um, like a satire type, you know, who committed the murder crime movie type that, like one of those type of movies. And I thought it was very entertaining. It's on Netflix right now. Check it out. It's a little lengthy. It's like two hours and 30 minutes or something like that, but it's pretty good. It's a good watch. It's a good time. I think anyone who watches it and, and, and enjoys satire films uh, will have a good time with that movie. I think Brad Pitt really did well in his role in that movie. Very funny. Very charismatic. I'm just describing Brad Pitt at this point. But that's okay. Um, Man, really, you know what it is? I have a really big problem with talking fast when I do these episodes and talking fast. And the, the, the other bad part about doing an episode by yourself is that there's no, there's no communication. There's no rhetoric. 
in between my sentences and phrases at all. If I make a comment about the movie Bullet Train with Courtney and Jared here, they have something to say. At minimum, that's 30 seconds. That adds time and length and other opinion. Obviously, without anyone else here, it's literally just me spewing my up thoughts and opinions and ideas upon a microphone at home alone. <laughs> home alone, Kevin McAllister, Christmas time. That makes sense. No pun intended. Sorry, that was me taking a drink of water. Like I said, I'm still getting over a cold. Well, I just got done getting over a cold. Throat's still a little itchy. But I don't know. There is something I actually do. So for those who don't know, we used to record the podcast at Kyler's house when Kyler was the co-host of the podcast. And then um, Kyler had to step away from the uh, from the podcast uh, and we moved, I moved all the podcast stuff over to my place. And for a time being, we recorded it here or I recorded it here. And then Jared jumped on and me and him recorded it here. And after a while, we got a little office space and that's where we record now. And I enjoy it. I do. It does make it feel a little bit more professional having a set place to go to. I do. I, I enjoy that aspect of it, but there is something calming about sitting at my, you know, my office desk, what I'm sitting at right now, you know, laptop open, phone on the table, recorder, mic on a stand. There's something very satisfying about, you know, just sitting here and recording in this environment. I, I don't know how to describe it other than that. It's just very calming and relaxing, but I probably don't really care about that. That's a stupid take. <laughs> that was a stupid laugh. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Going back to music, this just popped into my head because I said it's the word stupid. Kanye West, or formerly known as Kanye West, yay. If you aren't, you know, caught up to speed, my man's been doing some crazy things. Said he, you know, liked Hitler. He relates to the Nazis. Just everything you can possibly say to be uncharacteristically liked by every single person on the planet, Kanye is doing it. And I've come to a, you know, I've come to a determination with Kanye. I love Kanye. I think Kanye is the greatest music producer of all time, hands down. No one comes close. I think he's a top five artist of all time, lyric, you know, just from songs. And I think he has the greatest album and the greatest trilogy albums of all time. And when I say that, a lot of people may disagree, but I think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is by far the greatest album ever created from track one all the way to the last one. It's untouchable. I think that no one will ever come close to making such like, you know, a record like that ever again. I also think I also think the college dropout Late Registration and Graduation is the best trilogy piece set recorded by an artist of all time as far as story goes and having, you know, a, a three-parter. And, you know, if you don't agree with me, hop on the podcast and debate me. I would listen to opinions. I would. I would listen to a debate about that. You can, deb you can debate 
everything except him being the greatest music producer to ever walk the face of the earth. You can. You can't debate that. You can't debate that whatsoever. But you can try. I'll listen. But I'll prove you wrong. But going back to Kanye doing all these crazy antics and stuff, I've come down to a determination that he does it on purpose. And I think it's a little bit of everything. I think Kanye has good intentions when he says crazy things. I truly do. I think the way his brain works, he does not get his message across very safely and considerate. Two, I think when he says things out of pocket, a lot of the clips that you see floating around on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you know, wherever you see it, they are cut up. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree with his takes, but if you were to like, for example, the Alex Jones interview, he did the Alex Jones podcast where he said he had, you know, he likes Hitler. That's not the whole thing. He, you know, he ties it into certain ideas that he had that actually were positive ideas. You know, he went about them the wrong way, but they aren't so crazy when you really break it down. A lot of people, the internet is a place for negativity. Negativity sells and, uh, you know, painting someone in a very negative light will attract views and numbers and numbers equals money. So, but I think in three, Kanye does this because he it gets people talking about him. 100%. He, it gets people talking about him. And I know this because directly after that Alex Jones podcast, he put out on Instagram and Twitter this song he recorded. And hands down, minus a few songs on Donda, obviously, it's one of the best songs he's released in the past five years since The Life of Pablo. I'm just, (laughs) it's called Someday We'll All Be Free slash, uh, it has an alternate name too, but it's, you can find it on YouTube and Twitter. If you're a fan of old Kanye chopping up the soul samples, go listen to it. If you haven't heard it yet, it's called Someday We'll All Be Free and it's amazing. Obviously it's not mastered or anything like that. And it's a little grainy and textured to the ear because it is a, you know, one, it was a recording that Kanye posted and then he took it down and people audio clipped that. So now it's a double audio clip of a unmastered track or unreleased track that Kanye hasn't put out. So, but as far as the feel of the song, it's fantastic. The beat, any Kanye beat is always going to be great, especially when he chops up a soul sample. I think that's his bread and butter. I think he's untouchable when it comes to that. And the lyrics aren't too bad. I mean, granted, I will say Kanye's lyricism has declined over the years. I do. I won't disagree with anybody who says that. Every now and then, there's a couple songs he had on Donda that lyrically were good. But I don't think anything will come close to... I think the last lyrically good album he had was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Maybe. Maybe Yeezus. And that was like 2011 or something like that. So, but anything after that, lyrically, you're not listening to Kanye. One, you're not listening to to current Kanye for lyrics. You're listening to it for 
honestly, music. Kanye always has great production when it comes to his music. Now, if you're listening to old Kanye, I think production one is crazy. Two, lyrics are good. And three, it's just feel-good music. Soul samples. I challenge anybody to listen to a soul-sampled R&B slash rap beat and not feel something in their body. There's something about Kanye's style of editing with the repeated sample, just a looped sample chopped up with 808s. Heavy 808s is, I don't know, it, it hits different. But that's my, that's my take. You go listen to the song, you know, do whatever you want with it. And check my phone real quick. Who's messaging me? It's 12. Who's messaging me? Hmm. Anyway, uh, on to sports, and then I'm going to wrap it up. I normally try to, on these episodes that I do by myself, I try to wrap it up around the, the 25, 20, 20 to 25, sometimes a little longer minute mark. Sports, um, nothing crazy. Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton today. That was interesting. Um, but in all honesty, the Cowboys <laughs> the Cowboys are playing great. Can't wait until they lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's going to be hilarious. They barely beat the Texans on Sunday. That was funny. And But the, the one sport I'm really only into right now, nothing really crazy, but like I said in the last episode, basketball really doesn't start until after the All-Star break. That's when everything matters, especially because that's after All-Star break is trade deadline. So all the teams make their final moves and pushes for the season to win a chip. But the most important sport on right now is the World Cup. Football slash soccer for you American fans. You have the final four teams are set. And I think the next game is on, well, it's either Thursday or Friday. or I mean, I think it's both, to be honest. But let's see. Um, no, the next game is today, which I guess the next game, when you're listening to this, it'll be today at one o'clock in the afternoon. You have Argentina and Croatia. And then on Wednesday, you have France and Morocco. So Argentina, uh, Lionel Messi led team. I'm a big Messi fan. I'm a huge Messi fan. He's been my favorite soccer slash football player since I got into soccer in 2014. Going against Croatia, who is led by Luka Modric, who uh, played for Real Madrid. I like him. He's a good. He's a. I like him. And then you got France, the the reigning champs, Kylian Mbappe, playing the you know the dream team of the season, the mir- the miracle team of the of the the World Cup, Morocco. Um, every World Cup, there's always a there's always like that one miracle team that you know shouldn't be there, but they make it anyway. It happens every World Cup. Back in 2014, it was the U.S., um, but they ended up losing to Belgium. But I'm going to go back a little bit. I just read you the final four, Argentina versus Croatia, then France versus Morocco. They both play at 1 o'clock on today when you're listening to this and then Wednesday. But I'm going to go back to the quarterfinals real quick because that's where it really got interesting at. The final eight teams that were in the, the quarterfinals were 
Croatia, Brazil, Netherlands, Argentina, Morocco, Portugal, England, and France. And they all have a story behind them that's super interesting to me. Starting off with the, the first game on Friday, you have Croatia and Brazil. Brazil, home of soccer, right? Have one of the biggest soccer stars to ever walk the face of the earth and face of the earth and Neymar Jr. Game is great. It's 0-0 going into extra time. Neymar scores in the last minute of extra time. Of the first extra time, sorry. You know, in in soccer slash football, you have two 45-minute halves, 90 minutes whole as a game. Especially when it when it becomes the quarterfinals in the round of 16, I'm sorry. You go to extra time, which is two 15-minute halves. And then if the score is still 0-0 after that, you go to penalty kicks, otherwise known as PKs. So in the quarterfinals on Friday, you have Croatia and Brazil, led by Neymar and Luka Modric. 0-0 all game, go to extra time. Neymar scores in the last minute of the first half of extra time. I'm watching this game live. I'm like, that's a great goal. All they have to do is just make sure they don't score. They score. 1-1 1-1 at the end of all extra time. We go to penalty kicks. Go to penalty kicks, and when I say Brazil shit the bed, they really shit the bed. It was one of the worst performances of penalty kicks I've ever seen in my life. Going on to the second game that day, you have Argentina and the Netherlands. They also went to penalty kicks. But Argentina, they're a very calm and composed team when it comes to PKs. So I thought that was pretty, that was cut and dry in the bag. Now, where it really got interesting was on Saturday. The first game of the day was Morocco and Portugal. Portugal, if you don't know, is led by who some would consider the greatest soccer greatest soccer player of all time and Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, in the round of 16, was benched against Switzerland. He did not play a single minute, which, in all honesty, he didn't really need to. They beat Switzerland 6-1. to one. The quarterfinals, though, it's very important. They're playing Morocco. Is Morocco a great team? No. But they're playing great soccer slash football right now. And once again, Cristiano Ronaldo is benched. He does not play the first half whatsoever. Into the first half, Morocco goes up 1-0. Goes into halftime 1-0. In the 51st minute, Portugal's coach decides to put Cristiano Ronaldo in. He gets a couple shots on goal, but can't, you know, he can't close the deal to tie it up. 1-1. Portugal gets beat in the upset loss against Morocco. Their dream, you know, Morocco dreams move on. Their dream season, dream World Cup goes on. Everyone's calling them the Morocco miracle. The Morocco miracle moves on. And the big storyline behind that is if you put Cristiano Ronaldo in at the start of the game, you start him instead of putting him on the bench to start the game. Is anything different? Is or does does it, is it the same? I would like to think I'm not a Cristiano Ronaldo fan by any means. Just like it's sort of like Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James to me. I'm a Kobe fan, diehard Kobe fan, and I will be forever. I'm not a LeBron fan, but do I respect what LeBron can do on and off the bas- on the basketball court? Absolutely. Do I understand the greatness that he has? One hundred percent. It's the same. Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, it's like A and B, you know, Kobe Bryant and LeBron James to me. 
I'm a Leo Messi fan through and through. Do I respect Cristiano Ronaldo on that on the on the pitch though? One hundred percent. So I would like to think that if you put Cristiano Ronaldo in to start the game, I think the game goes a little bit differently. I still think they lose. I but who knows? Who knows? Maybe having one of the greatest soccer players of all time on the on the pitch the whole game does change the outcome. And then you move on to the most entertaining game of soccer slash football I've ever watched in my life. England, led by Harry Kane, against France, the reigning champs, led by Kylian Mbappe. Whole game. France goes up 1-0. Great. England gets the penalty. Harry Kane steps up to the spot, gets the penalty kick, crushes it, top left corner. It's tied 1-1. We go to halftime. Game comes down, 70th minute. Got 20 minutes of play left. 75th minute, you got 15 minutes of play left. France scores. They're up 2-1. 88th minute, they get a penalty. England is on the pitch at the marker with Harry Kane behind the ball for the PK. Me watching the game, I think, oh, Harry Kane, he's uh, he's he's goaded. That's it. He's he's crushing this. That's wherever he wants to put it, he'll put it and he'll score. We're gonna go to extra time because this game is not this game's not even close to being done yet. What does he do? He smashes it ten feet above the goalpost into the crowd. He chokes. And I'm sitting there in my, you know, sitting there in my chair watching the game, mouth on the floor, shocked. I'm a big fan of Harry Kane. I'm a big fan of Kylian Mbappe. Do I want either England or France to win? Absolutely not. I want Lionel Messi to get his first World Cup, which this possibly could be his last World Cup appearance. I want him to go out on top. So when I saw him miss that, I was completely just shocked. Well, you fast forward into added time from, you know, stoppages and injuries and stuff like that you have after, at the end of the 90 minutes. They have a plus eight minutes of added time. Around the 96 mark, man, actually around the 91st mark. Yeah, around the 91st mark, a young man by the name of Rashford comes in, playing, you know, he'd been on the bench all game, whatever. In the 96th minute mark, they get a free kick about 35 yards out on the left side of the goalpost. He's a right foot kicker. If he can get hit it right, you paint that thing in the top right corner of the goalpost where the goalie's not at. You curve it in where it's unreachable. You're going to extra time. He gets up, kicks it, and when I tell you this thing, this thing's three inches off its mark. If it dips three inches, they're going to extra time. He's England's hero. But it didn't happen. And uh, England went home, which led to the final four that we have of Argentina versus Croatia and Morocco versus France. My prediction is... Argentina beats Croatia 1 to 0 and France beats Morocco 2 to 0. I the final that final cup matchup is really difficult. It could honestly France being the reigning champs and one of the 
best players on the planet right now, if not the best player on the planet right now, and Kylian Mbappe leading against one of the greatest of all time in Lionel Messi in Argentina. It's a toss-up, but that's who I have in the final in the World Cup. And that's my soccer take. So um, hopefully I'm right. But other than that, that's all I have really. Um, I guess we will see you on Friday.